Hello friends, welcome back. Today I want to uh, bring you a video that I uh, uploaded last week uh, in audio form. It is my Noom diet app review. Uh, I know that some of you will be interested in this and some of you might prefer to listen to this than to actually watch me chat about it. So here is my three-month review of Noom. First and foremost, just to get it out of the way, I would hope that anyone clicking on this video can see what the video is, understand the theme, and that it could potentially be triggering if you have some issue with, um, you know, dieting, calorie counting, all of that stuff. So if this is this just might not be for you. Secondly, I'm not really asking for anyone's opinion. I am going to tell you uh, about my experience using Noom. I'm going to tell you what I think of it. If you've used Noom and you want to kind of like throw in your own opinion, then that's great. Um, but I'm not really looking for anyone's opinion about my uh, decision to lose weight or how I've decided to do it. You know, just kind of, that's that's not, I'm not open to that. Very personal choice. And it's something that I've kind of talked about off and on here and there. But I decided to wait until I'd been using the app for three months to really talk about it. So that's now. Um, basically, it is a paid for calorie counting app. In a nutshell, that's what it is. Initially, when I'd seen stuff about it, I was like, you know, I've used my fitness pal. Is it really going to be any different to that? Um, am I just going to be paying for an app that kind of counts multiple things together? So initially, I thought it was going to be calorie counting, much the same as you can do with my fitness pal. It's going to count um, your exercise stuff, which I think you can still do on that app as well, on the free version. And uh, it also counts things like water intake. I thought, hmm. I'm going to probably do the free trial and then skip over to something else. The biggest part of Noom, which is the thing that I thought was just going to be pointless for me, is the lessons. So they have like a whole curriculum, if you will. Um, you have like a courses that you take throughout the time um, and they really pride themselves on being kind of psychology led. So they really, really focus on the psychology behind eating and our relationship with food. Now, I've never had a bad relationship with food. I've never been um, someone who kind of like comfort eats or um, has told myself, oh, I can't eat this, or I felt bad for eating something. I've never really felt bad about my weight. I've had two children. I was first pregnant when I was 18. So I really have never known anything but a body that's had a baby. Um, so I've always been fairly uh, kind to myself when it comes to imperfections. I've never really looked in the mirror and been like, oh, you know, I miss the boobs I used to have, right? I miss the body I used to have before, because the body I used to have before I had children was a teenage body. And I'm very realistic that I'm never going to have a teenager's body again. So over the years, I've really just kind of been okay with it. I've done some exercise programs, like some challenges for YouTube, um, like 30 Day Shred, stuff like that. They've been fun, but I've never stuck with anything. Um, I kind of did some calorie counting over the years, you know, after having children. And um, I'm aware of the, those systems, but I've never really done anything for more than a couple of weeks. Never joined Slimming World, never joined Weight Watchers, any of those. Um, although, do you know, I keep thinking, I feel like there was a time where Weight Watchers offered me a free trial. This must be 10 years ago. So I don't want to say never, but I have no memory of ever doing any of those programs. Um, so as far as I'm concerned, in my current mind, this is like the first diet program that I've ever really done. But because it's not really a diet, it is calorie counting. I just didn't see that there was going to be any point in really paying for it. So I did the free trial. First of all, when you do the free trial, you do a quiz. 
I was kind of sold by the end of the quiz, truthfully. I've to to anyone that's wanted to know about it and to like friends and family that have asked, I have said, you do the quiz, you do the free trial, that is plenty of time, it's two weeks, plenty of time to know if that's for you or not. Within that time, you will know if you want to pay for that app. Because I think for some people, they're just going to be like, this is not for me. For me, I was hooked straight away. I totally saw how this could really help me. Um, So the quiz basically asks you all these different questions about um, who you are, your lifestyle, uh, how you eat, you know, do you eat out more? Do you cook at home? Um, Are you someone who snacks? Do you get in a lot of exercise? And as you're asking, as it's asking you the different questions, it's kind of learning about you and how it could work for you. It also asks what your goal weight is. Um, it tells you how long it thinks it might take you on that program to lose that weight. And as you answer more questions, that date changes. So it might say, uh, right, I think you can do it in five months or four months or whatever it is. Um, and then if you answer some more questions, it might say, oh, well, now we know this about you. We actually think you could do it in three and a half months. And that's probably designed to um, make you sign up for it, realistically. Because you're like, oh, I could do it in less time. Oh, there definitely, there is some negative psychology element to that, I think, because they are promising something that you want. Um, But like I say, you've got the free trial, so just kind of go in with your eyes open, do the free trial, understand this is now then going to be something that you're going to pay for. Is this really something that you're going to use? And for me, the answer was yes. The lessons that I thought were going to be pointless, because I thought they were going to be kind of, and it it talks a lot about um, like distortion, thought distortion, and you know, stuff that really isn't relevant to me, uh, but I think would be relevant to, it would be relevant to a lot of people. Um, Things about the way that you think about food. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, I can kind of skip past this stuff. But it also talks about why we eat how we eat. Uh, And there were different categories. And off the top of my head, the ones that stuck out to me was eating for fun and eating for fuel. Oh, and then there was fog eating. Um, Fog eating is like if you're in front of the TV and just like mindlessly eating food. Um, Eating for fuel is obviously eating to live. Eating for fun is I'm really excited about that meal that I'm going to have later. And I kind of feel like I was a mix of the three of those, which probably most people are. Um, But I was eating... Like right now, it's nearly 11 o'clock. I've been busy this morning. I haven't eaten anything. That's not by design. Haven't even been downstairs. I've just been like, right, I've got stuff to do. I've got to film some videos before I go and do it. I'll get up, film all of these videos, and then I'll go and eat something. And it's just taken longer than I anticipated. So right now, I am hungry, and I want to eat for fuel. I, I would just eat anything currently that would satisfy that, right, I'm really, really hungry, I need to eat something immediately. But because I haven't prepared anything, that would end up being convenience food that would probably be higher calorie than if I had prepared and gone and eaten before I did this. Prep was huge for me. Having things in um, that would be something that I could snack on as and when those things happen. Because it happens to me all the time. I think it's an undiagnosed ADHD thing um, because I've read several things about this where apparently it is a thing that you just get so focused on something that you forget to eat. And then my problem being that I'll go and like just binge on loads of stuff because I'm starving, I'm starving, I'm starving. And then I'm super, super full. So if I prepare something so that I can be downstairs and be like, okay, I'll go and eat that quickly. It just works a little bit better for me. And I learned a lot about that during these courses that I just didn't think I would get anything from, which was quite interesting. I also learned a lot about um, calorific density and the different foods that I eat 
that will help me feel fuller for longer. Obviously, I was kind of aware of this, but I'm literally doing a course and it's telling me, you know, if you eat this or if you eat this, and then it's quizzing me, well, what do you think is gonna keep you fuller for longer? Is it this or is it this? Things that have got more water in them are gonna keep you fuller or make you feel fuller. Things that have got fiber in them. One of my favorite snacks is this, and I don't like fiber bars at all, um, but this fiber one bar, which is the popcorn chocolate one, it's like pretzels and popcorn and chocolate, it's really, really nice. I had no idea that fibre bars, I thought fibre bars were like, they'll help you go to the toilet, which I don't feel like I need a problem with, you know, I don't need, don't need something to help me go to the toilet. No, thank you. I honestly thought that's what a fibre bar was. I'm sure it does, but the reason that people eat fibre bars, especially as a breakfast bar, is that fibre takes longer to digest, and so it keeps you fuller for longer, because your body takes longer to digest the food. It's kind of in you for longer. Who knew? In fact, if anything, I'd have thought it was the opposite way around. Learning. I'm 36. I also learned tons about portions. I mean, I didn't learn a lot, but I learned about portions a lot. <laughs> it came up frequently. And um, that was the thing that stuck with me as, oh, I don't have a bad relationship with food, but my portions have grown. I know my portions have grown. It gets to the point where I'll bring out the food and Lee would say, oh my God, like this is, this is a lot of food. And I'm like, it's a normal plate of food. I would eat my food and then I would eat the food that he was had left over because it was delicious food and I wanted to eat all of it. It's not that I was necessarily even eating food that was particularly high calorie, but I was eating larger portions of it than ever before. My mum never plated up my food when I was a kid. I know I've talked to friends and they've been like, well, the way I, the reason I am the way I am is because we were told. So a lot of people are like, you know, you had to clean your plate. You couldn't have a dessert until you'd eaten all your food. Everyone's got these things from childhood that kind of seem to have affected the way that they um, eat now. I don't feel like I've got those things, but now I've done this, like portions. Portions Jane, she uh, was very careful when we were growing up about not telling us we had to eat our food. It was very, like you eat what you want. You don't have to eat all of your food to get a dessert and you don't have to eat everything that is available to you on the thing. She just put like all of the food out this is, like, I think this is normal. If I have people around, I put all the food in the middle of the table and everyone gets a plate. And that's normal to me. I was never in a house where your food was plated up for you. So, like, every, does everyone do this at Christmas dinner or does everyone have plated up food at Christmas dinner? I don't know. Because every the food's just in the middle of the table and you take from the table what you want. That's great. And in theory, that is why I don't have a bad relationship with food. However... I also have no idea what a portion looks like because, I mean, it could have gone the other way because my mum could have given me massive portions anyway, but I have I don't know what a portion should look like. Restaurant portions are obviously not normal portions. Um, and so for me, it was kind of like, you just take as much food as you want. And sometimes that was less, sometimes it was more, but I don't have like a visual of this is how much food you should have. That's something that I've really um, kind of honed in on over the past three months. And it's something that has helped me when it comes to calorie counting, because I've not cut anything out. There's nothing that I can't have. There's nothing that I'm like, oh, I really wish, you know, I'll wait till a cheat day to eat this. I will have whatever I want, but I won't have as much of it as I would have eaten before. So I can still eat pizza. I mean, pizza is like <laughs> really high in calories, but I can still eat pizza. Um, I wouldn't eat a slice of pizza and be like, oh, I can't believe I've eaten a slice of pizza. I don't, you know, if I'm eating the thing, I'm eating the thing. Um, but I would eat 
a whole pizza to myself before, like a decent sized pizza. Now, since I've been doing the calorie counting, I don't even want the whole pizza. Like I actually am full quicker. I remember after having Ella, I was telling my friend about this the other day, I was like, oh, it really sticks with me. There was a time where I couldn't eat an entire McDonald's large meal. And now I felt like I got to the point where I could have two of them. It definitely is a thing that the less you eat, the less you get used to eating, and the quicker you become full while eating. And that has happened to me within the last three months. So not only am I being aware of my portion sizes, but now, even if I gave myself a larger portion size, I actually would get to the point where I don't feel like I want to finish my plate. Not because I'm mentally telling myself don't finish my plate, but because my stomach is telling me I don't need any more food. The app really focuses on not demonizing food. Like there's no good, there's no bad, everything in moderation. And that works really, really well for me. I think the all or nothing thinking is what, um, what really keeps the diet industry paid. Because if you are constantly doing a diet where it's like you can only eat these kinds of food and then you stop dieting for a little while because you're sick of only eating those kinds of foods and then you have to come back to it and pay again. That works for the diet industry, right? That works for all of these different programs. Whereas if you get into a groove of, this is kind of approximately what I'm doing you know, I can kind of eyeball, this is what I should be having. I know around how many calories per meal I kind of want to be having. And let's say I go to a restaurant and I'm like, oh, in my budget, I've only got 600 calories left, but that meal is 800 calories. Do I make a choice to order something that is lower in calories that I don't want as much? Or do I order the larger thing and just not eat the entire thing? That's kind of where I've come to, which I realise for some people would be like, ooh, you're stopping yourself from eating the food. But from my perspective, it's eating the food I want to eat. I'm just eating a smaller portion of the food I want to eat instead of forcing myself to eat a specific kind of diet. Noom also encourages lots of water and that is a massive thing for me. The more water I drink, the better I do in terms of um, feeling fuller, hitting my calorie goals and um, losing weight. Water is magical. I did also find that if I fill up a big Starbucks cup with a straw, I drink so much more water than any other way of drinking water. Because I had these big cups that I was like just drinking out of, like same same size tumbler, almost identical. But when I put a top on it and a straw, what is it about a straw? I drink so much more water. Um, so that's a big thing. And then exercise. So to, to be completely honest with you, um, I'm going to give you some numbers. Right, the app gives me around 1,350 calories per day based on my height, my weight, all of the answers that I gave. And you can choose how quickly you want to lose weight. In the settings, you can kind of go way down, like snail's pace. I want to do this very, very slowly, which in my mind is the most sustainable way of doing it. If you're going to do this over a much longer period of time, it's going to be a lot easier to maintain. Or you can do it super, super fast. I'm somewhere in the middle and it gives me 1,350 calories. Just as a, an example, like a comparison, if I did exactly the same thing on um, my fitness pal, it only ever gives me 1200 calories. It's never given me more than 1200 calories when I've joined that app before. So already I was quite impressed by the number it gave me. On top of that, before I do any actual intentional exercise, just walking, just like it counts my steps from my phone, it counts my steps from my Apple Watch, which I'm not wearing right now and I should be. You get your regular steps in, just like walking around the world, doing whatever it is that you're doing. If I get in, let's say 5,000 steps a day, and that's not intentional steps, that's like I've walked the dog or I'm just cleaning in the house or I'm like just walking around, just living your life, 
in your own home, I could definitely get in four or 5,000 steps a day. I usually get um, around 1,500 calories that the app gives me because it's taken into consideration my movement. So 1,500 calories a day is a decent number of calories for weight loss. If you, I mean, that's 300 calories more than my fitness pal gave me. That's a meal. If I was going to go out for dinner, or if I'm like going drinking and dancing with my friends, although dancing, exercise, I would make sure to fit in more steps or more exercise that day. Because if I can build up my uh, calorie budget, then I know I've got a little bit more leeway if I want to have, uh, you know, a, a few more drinks or if I want to have, um, you know, an extra dessert or whatever it is. I've just kind of given myself a little bit more wiggle room. That works really well for me because the movement versus food, like move more and you can still eat more, that's great because it doesn't feel as restrictive. It doesn't feel like, oh, you can't have that. It's more, if you want to have that takeaway and you still want to eat your normal meals the rest of the day, because I mean, for some people, if you had a takeaway, you might be like, mm, I'm just not going to eat anything and then I'm going to have pizza for dinner. That doesn't work for me. If I wanted to have something that was particularly high calorie, then I would just make sure that I've moved more that day. So it just kind of balances out. The one thing that I would say is a potential negative for people is that it actually asks you to, to weigh yourself every single day. When I first started and I started doing that, I was like, this doesn't bother me at all, but I can see how this might bother someone else. They say that it's for two reasons. It's to make you less fearful of the scales. So if you really are like, oh, I hate weighing myself so much, then it's kind of like exposure therapy, which, you know, you decide for yourself. Um, and then the other reason is to keep you aware and on track. I think that this is true. This definitely helps me when I'm actually doing it, because I had a few weeks where I just didn't do it at all. I maintained my weight completely because I'd learned enough from the app where I was kind of like, I was eating a little bit more, but I was very aware of my portions. And I was just kind of like eating more of the higher calorie stuff that maybe I'd been avoiding while I was losing. Um, but I was kind of maintaining. So I, I feel good about that because I've kind of had a few weeks of not following the plan, not doing the app specifically, but I still maintained, like being out on my own. But the reason that I stopped using the app was that I stopped doing my weigh-ins and I stopped doing the lessons. I got a bit bored of the lessons after about six weeks and I just kind of stopped remembering to look at my phone. When I'm not doing the lessons, then I stop remembering to weigh myself and then I just kind of generally fall off and stop doing it altogether wasn't a major thing because I just didn't lose any weight for that time, but I didn't gain a load of weight back because I didn't go, oh, well, now I'm not doing it. I'm going to eat absolutely everything. I just kind of relaxed and didn't count everything. And I seemed to kind of just fall into more of a, an intuitive eating pattern, which is the goal. Another thing that I think is particularly good about the daily weigh-ins, uh, which I realise is not for everyone, but I think really, really is for me because I've said to other people, well, if you're not into that, what I would do is just put in the same weight every day and then have a day a week that you weigh yourself and just change it on that one day. Here's why the weekly thing I don't think would work for me. Because last week when I was weighing myself, one day I weighed one amount and then the next day I weighed five pounds heavier. If, like the, the day after that, I was back to the normal, you know, back on, on track on my graph. But, and that could have been anything, it could have been just like water retention, maybe I'd not drunk a lot enough water the, the day before, I had a lot of salty foods, I don't know. But I was just ugh, massively different on the scale um, from the day before. If that had been my one weigh-in day of that week, and I'd seen a difference, and I'd gained five pounds, that might have been enough to be like, well, I've tried so hard all week, and now 
I'm just, what's the point? I'm going to eat a pizza. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm so aware of the fluctuations of daily weigh-ins, I don't really even care what I weigh on a day-to-day basis because I know the trend is down. I know that it's going down. And if it goes up tomorrow, it doesn't matter because the day after will be down again. It's just constant like this. My entire graph is, is up and down, up and down, up and down. Whereas if I was only weighing myself once a week, I wouldn't have that awareness of like the fluctuations as much as I do so to me because it doesn't bother me I do it but I can see if it does trigger someone how it might not be for you to weigh yourself every day but they're the reasons why I think it kind of keeps me on track because I don't feel that um dejected feeling with one day it's not what I want it to read and I, I it does kind of keep me aware every day I'm weighing myself and I'm like remember you're still doing this so I have lost in three months just over 20 pounds um, I have a little more to my goal weight, uh, but truthfully, where I'm at right now, I think is a sweet spot. I think if I didn't lose any more, I'm really happy at this weight. I haven't, my dress, my clothes size hasn't changed, really. I suppose maybe it could have gone down like a half, a full, depending on where I shop. Uh, but the clothes, I'm not, you know, I'm still wearing all the same clothes. Um, and I don't look in the mirror and go, oh my God, it's so different. Although I will say my boobs have shrunk, which is disappointing. It's an upsetting time. Um, and I didn't take any pictures because it was such a, I kind of thought, um, I, I wasn't going on this, like, I'm going to lose loads of weight kind of thing. Uh, I didn't take before pictures because I was just kind of giving it a go, see how it goes. And then it worked really easily. I can honestly say it has not been a chore. There's, I have never sat on the sofa and been like, oh, I really want to eat that chocolate bar and I can't eat that chocolate bar. If I really want to eat something, I'm going to eat it. What difference is it going to make for like, oh, I'll just have a chocolate bar. You know, I won't eat the chocolate bar tomorrow. It, it's just... I think if if there's those of you who may be um, looking at like losing baby weight or you've gained weight over lockdown and it's not something that you've been challenged by before, but all of a sudden you're like, oh, I think I need to look into something. I say need. I'm talking to my people. I'm not talking to the people who um, are like, you should love yourself the way you are. I get it. I get it. But I'm, that's what this video is about. I'm talking to people who want to lose weight. Um... So yeah, if you are kind of in that place, I think this is a great system. It is something, I think I pay 80 pounds for four months. And then at the end of that, I've read that there is a free version that you can get. Now, I don't know how, I'm going to tell you, I'll do an update. Um, I've read that there is a free version. And if that's the case, then fantastic, because I'll probably do this off and on forever, just to kind of keep me in like, oh yeah, okay, that's what, okay. But I'm never, like, I think I could just stop now and stay this weight forever with what I've learned from Noom. Never counting calories, never doing anything. I think I could maintain this completely on my own um, without logging anything, without doing anything. 20 pounds, 20 pounds. Three months ago, if you'd said to me you can lose 20 pounds, that sounds like an enormous number for me. Um, I mean, I will tell you, again, I don't want opinions, but I will tell you, I am five foot three, I was 11 stone two, and I am now nine stone nine. I was eight stone four after I had my daughter. And I think I was eight stone 13 
after I had my son. Like at my, you know, when you level out and you're like, this is what you were. Um, and so ideally, what I would like to be is around nine stone. Can I could be like eight stone 13 again? Great. But that's kind of my goal is to kind of be around that. Um, a big portion of why I decided to do it was when we were talking so much about perimenopause, um, I know that it becomes a, a greater struggle when you go through the menopause, that weight gain. So I kind of wanted to put myself in a position where, right, I've learned some things that I, I can implement and maybe I'm at a lower weight so that I can, um, I've kind of put myself in a better position. I don't want to go through a menopause in even more way and then it feel insurmountable. That was a big thing. And then of course, we are doing our vow renewal in Las Vegas in October. And so that was my gold date. I want to do it by this time. That was my motivation. It's going to be very interesting to see after that time, whether or not I suddenly go, oh, well, I don't care anymore. I don't think I will because truthfully, when I wasn't doing it, I was still kind of doing it. Um, So we'll see. I then got into uh, some like snack recommendations, which is really more visual. (laughs) It's not something quite so interesting to listen to on a podcast. Um, But if you would be interested, I could go over some of my favorite kind of low calorie snacks and meals. Um, I'm someone who likes to eat a lot. I mean, frequently I can eat smaller meals, but more frequently and that kind of suits me best. Um, And if that's how you feel, or if you're interested in kind of more snacky things, then I can definitely go over some of those things with you. Let me know if you'd be interested. But hopefully, if you didn't catch it the first time, or if you did and you wanted to listen to it again, this has been a useful format. I definitely am someone who would more likely listen to something like this than I would watch. Uh, And I wanted to tell as many people about Noom as possible. Honestly, I'm not being paid. I'm not sharing my affiliate link. I, uh, it's not affiliate, like a referral link. Um, But I, uh, I just, I'm so, so impressed by it. In fact, today we're on the home stretch for Vegas now. We've got 60 days left. Today I am committing to 10,000 steps a day till we go because I just want to be in the absolute best shape of my life. If I stayed the weight that I am right now forever, I'd be so happy. This is exactly, I think this is like optimum for me. But for Vegas, I want to be like best shape of my life, you know, fighting fit. And I'm going to do the 10,000 steps and I'm going to be really, really sticking to my noon for the next 60 days. So in the next two months, I'll give you a bit of a refresher on, um, my my thoughts after doing the full four months and whether or not I do actually get that free version that I've heard about. Uh, but yeah, any questions, let me know on Instagram and I will see you guys next time.